Thank you so much for checking out episode 115 of Scotch and Good Conversation. We are on the PFT Radio Network, and I am your host and your buddy, Peter. We're like a weekly, hangouty, interviewee, excuse-to-day-drink, podcast, get-together type thing. Here's what we do. We find interesting people. We invite them in. We turn off our cell phones. We turn off the computers. We hang out. We have a drink, and we talk. Hopefully, it's fun for us, and hopefully you find it interesting. If you dig this kind of thing, if you like it, go over to scotchinggoodconversation.com, and you can find every single one of our past podcasts. We are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play if you'd like to get involved. If you want to be a guest, if you know somebody who wants to be a guest, if if you uh, got a problem in your life and you, you need someone to help you fix it, give us a call. 407-965-5557. That's right. I know my own phone number. 407-965-35 and a 7. If the phone's not your thing, I totally understand. Email us at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We got a Facebook group called Scotch and Good Conversationalist. And we have a sponsor who we are going to hear from right now. Orlando meets Orlando's premier animal butcher and restaurant featuring locally sourced pasture-raised meats located at 728 Virginia Drive right next to the Matador. They've got what you need to give your guest a memorable meal this holiday season. December 17th is the last day to place a special order that will guarantee you get a roast that you want in time for Christmas. Of course, they will have meats available for last-minute shoppers. However, supplies are going to be limited on popular cuts such as prime rib, tenderloin, and rack of lamb. Open Tuesday through Sunday, serving breakfast Tuesday through Saturday. And of course, they're doing brunch on Sundays. And starting next Tuesday, the 19th, it's a barbecue's day. That's right, barbecue on Tuesday. Get there early because I am sure they are going to sell out. And check out their Instagram and Facebook for happy hour specials coming soon. Orlando Meats, located at 728 Virginia Drive. Tell them that you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And we have a guest, Alex Cohen. Hey. Is that you? That's me. All right, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Excited. Thank you for coming in. No uh, thank you for braving the, the hound from hell. She's uh, sitting there staring at you. Thank you for having me. Licking her chops. Uh, you said you hadn't listened, which is cool. I like that. I like it when people get in here and don't know it. It kind of it's fun for me. These are three things that I know about you. Okay. You ready? They may be right. They may be wrong. I have an extensive team of researchers have been following you for the last week and a half or so. Um, the thing number one I know about you, and this is kind of how probably the reason you're in here is uh, you own a really cool record store. We own a pretty cool record store. Yeah, yeah. It's a really cool record store. You, you and your brother, who is actually in here also, but uh, he's not on mic. Peter is not on the mic, <laughs> um, but he's here. Uh, what's, what's, what's the record store? Tell the kids about it. Foundation is a record and vintage clothing shop um, located in College Park on Edgewater Drive. We specialize in original pressing albums, sick vintage clothing, <laughs> good conversations. Um, I like your place. And here's why. I, I worked in a record store when I was much younger. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was, I worked there from uh, 1989 to about 93. I think, and it was an independent record store like you guys. You know, we weren't Peaches, we weren't Specs, we weren't whatever. Right. But those companies that actually were out of, we weren't, weren't Best Buy. Right. We weren't Virgin Mega Store. Yeah, the, the franchise shop. We were the guys from, I'm sure you know this movie, uh, High Fidelity. We were those guys. Mm-hmm. We were assholes. And if you came in and, and ordered something that, uh, we came in and bought something that we didn't like. Mm-hmm. We, 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 let you, we let you know about it. <laughs> we're, 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 which is part of the fun of working in a record right. store. It's like a two-sided compliment. Yeah, you guys don't do that. Or, or either that or I have really good taste, which, which I think it might be a little of both. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> because uh, I, I've never seen you uh, 
look down on anything that that goes through your record store and i like 99 percent of what you have in your bins so maybe it's because uh, you ha- you kind of have a, a, a niche audience who's looking for something obscure something weird something wonderful uh it, Am I right on this? No, you're. I mean, it's like we we might have a small store, but we really try to cover the whole spectrum as far as what type of music we carry. Um, and it's like we try to have all different price points as well. You know, we have we start dot record started a buck, and then you know they they go, go up from there. Go but upwards from there. I, I bought a uh, social distortion record off you, original yeah. pressing. I think that was the first time. That we that, that I came we in, yeah. and then I, I most recently got a Jimmy Smith record that I literally just took off the turntable like <laughs> this morning because it's been sitting on the turntable playing and driving my wife nuts. Mm-hmm. You, you guys got so much, and like you said, it's all original pressings. You're not bringing. I mean, there are, are the reissues in there that you you don't sell reissues that you buy from a record right. company. Exactly. So okay. it's like we. Um, we always accept trade-ins, and okay. people will occasionally come in with with new vinyl and. Um, Generally, that's that. If we have reissues for the most part, that's what it is. Or if we somehow, like, if there's an album that's really, really expensive, but they made a reissue and it's a good quality one, and we come across it, then we'll put that out. No, I get it. I I, I know people in the vintage clothing community, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, occasionally run into something that's so special that you can't not buy it if you find it. Right. So I, I totally get it. Uh, very cool records. You also do pop ups. Are you still do. doing that? That was yeah. That was all. That's kind of how how we started. The pop up shops were in, were just an element to what we were doing before we owned a brick and mortar shop. Mm-hmm. And um, we've done them. We've done them all over the state. Um, we've got a pop up shop going on at Yellow Dog Eats every month, and. Um, you know, it's a it's a great way to to get integrated with the community outside the shop too. You you set I, up records in a cool cool location. That was dateless for four years. Well, no, I went on two dates, but that's a story in itself. Uh, I, I was dateless for four years between the girl who I moved up here for and uh, my wife. I wouldn't say dateless. I, I DJ'd, so right, I right. might have hooked up a little Just bit, but I, I didn't have a girlfriend for four years. And I, uh, I used to go on to record shows. They, there were there were more record shows back then, where mm-hmm. you, you, a huge like room in a hotel would would yeah. be filled with little booths, and I, I could spend a day there. Definitely, just, and just they, digging around, and they still have them. Um, probably not as often as they did back then. Yeah, but, yeah. But they're they're semi annual. And those are always fun. Well, if you, if this kind of thing interests you, uh, follow them on Instagram, and uh, you, don't, you don't use your Twitter very much. I noticed that, uh, and you're not Facebook people. I've noticed that a little bit. Instagram is truly our, <laughs> our best and most useful platform. We uh, that was how we started too, from selling records on Instagram. And you're still selling them on Instagram, or oh, I know yeah. that you kind of have a website like you can get to from the Instagram, right? And uh, you know, anything we post on on our Instagram is available if you send us a direct message um it's cool check them out if you're a vinyl person i mean if you follow me on instagram you know i'm a vinyl guy and uh it's 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 a little bit of magic it it feels like home in there it's dangerous because i go down there and i i I, this sounds like i'm doing something illegal but i'm not going to say what i do but i sometimes i'll get a bunch of cash in my pocket right uh through one of my schemes (laughs) and i pass by your shop and I want to stop, and I want to spend money, but my wife knows how much money I'm getting because it's kind of a job. Right. But so I, it's, it's like an allowance. I'm, I'm trying, digging myself a hole here for the IRS. <laughs> but but uh, you know, it's it's a sort of legal, and, and there's little or no dick sucking involved. I, that's terrible. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I anyway, so I have a pocket full of cash, and sometimes so I'll I'll blow it on a social distortion record, or I'll go to your ten dollar bin and get a, a Jimmy Smith record see yeah you can, you can go either way and you're happy here's the uh, thing number two we know about you is you met pharrell williams we met pharrell williams is he as dreamy in real life as he is like on yes. the voice is that is that what he's on yeah pharrell's pretty pretty godly yeah it's, it was pretty wild meeting him we met him in uh in winwood in miami like right after christmas that's a the hip years art ago. uh graffiti yeah. section oh uh, yeah but I'm now down. but now um <laughs> 
Winwood has become like Times Square and everything's super expensive and yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. really yeah. It's yeah. still kind all of the cool. all the artists are gone. See, I kind of like going like we only went there once last year, and I like going to the outskirts of it where it yeah. gets so not bad and not right. Good, well, not that's nice. more of what it and looked like before, and that's where the, the real graffiti is happening. Yeah, and not like it's yeah. we, we kind of have this here. What's it? The art West district. Arts district. Yeah, and I, I haven't visited that because I'm a bad Orlando person. <laughs> yeah, I haven't visited it either, but I do know you're a bad Orlando person also. Yes, <laughs> you're a better person than I am. <laughs> but they've been pushing it. Yeah, it, it looks very cool. And, and uh, was he nice? Because my wife has my wife has a big crush on on him, and I think, given the chance, she would leave me for him. And I might leave her for him because he, he really is dreamy. And you know, he's like in his fifties. Yeah, Pharrell. Pharrell's. Yeah, he's he's up there, but he looks like he's twenty five. Yeah, he, he's yeah, and he, he's got style. And he was in that. Uh, what was he? Nerds? Was that was that the thing he was well, in? Yeah. Is that, is that good? I, I think I passed judgment on it too quickly. Was that fun? His music. Or yeah. Nerd is great. Stuff. Killer. And I, I mean, he he was he was a mega producer. Like at one point, uh, Pharrell produced like over thirty percent of. What was on the radio? Rum shaker, Rhythm. wax and effects. Right, that's the first thing that I know he produced. Yeah, that was that, that was his first production credit. Look yeah. at me, I'm down. Who <laughs> <laughs> saw that coming? So, uh, so meeting him is nice. We're gonna end on that. Meeting him is very nice. Yes, he's dreamy. He smells good, probably. I bet. <laughs> from what from what we remember, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's a, he's honestly an idol of mine, uh, just overall, but business wise too. You know, he's he's super talented musically but the guy's a genius makes it look when it easy. comes to branding don't you hate marketing. those people i do yeah <laughs> just awkward tripping over myself and three number thing number three i know about you and you can see it's blank right here because you, you don't you don't use your your instagram or facebook or twitter or I'm, anything i'm pretty yeah low but, key. but, but uh, which happens a lot here like the people i get in in my little studio here and by studio, I mean two microphones and a MacBook. This is yeah. I I, I, uh, I I they're so cool. They they don't have time to be on Facebook, <laughs> whereas I have time just to pick a hundred pictures of my dog on Instagram. <laughs> Thing number three that I know about you, and this is the truth, is you travel a lot. You were just in Europe, weren't you? I, w- I was in Europe. I went with my girlfriend Leah for uh, she's two pretty. Weeks. Leah's pretty. You love her. I love her. Yeah, you gonna marry? Her? Yeah. Is she gonna listen? She's gonna listen. You want to so propose to her? Right I'm now? shouting her out right now. <laughs> I love you, Leah. Oh, this is your so shadow. Look, look. Oh, he's so sweet. She does. He does love you. You, you went to uh, Amsterdam. You went to France. Uh, I think I saw Poland in there. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> yeah, we we yeah. did uh, Amsterdam, Barcelona, and then Paris. Was Barcelona really cool? Barcelona was really cool. I've I've never been to Europe before. Neither has she. Um, and Barcelona was a really good time. I mean, it's it's a major international city yeah you have a lot of different aspects of it there's a lot of cultures in one place yeah and you know it's on the water too yeah it's it's on my list i haven't been yet but uh spain as a a country is is definitely on my list so yeah yeah, i I was in and you were in savannah recently yes and uh, i think i saw philadelphia or something i I (laughs) just making shit up no savannah was cool that was my first time going. you know what i like about savannah is you can uh, walk around with a drink in your hands yes that's we all the world should be like open container thing was pretty pretty cool because they have there was a lot of good beer yeah, I, I I didn't know that, and I was walking around with a beer like in a cup, <laughs> and my buddy I was with was like, you know, you can get a beer, and I was like, we need to go to a bar now, quickly. You, up oh, no, top three things. I'd been doing this for 115 episodes, and I still fuck up my own <laughs> show. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm interested in this top three bands, performers, singer songwriters. Oh. Go right now. There are no wrong answers. See, everybody thinks they have to name the, the hippest, coolest thing that's happening right now, or do two cool hip things in one obscure band to make you look like you're very smart. <laughs> All right, go. I'm going to go with uh, Funkadelic. Okay. Um, you just saw George Clinton, didn't you? We saw. We got to see Parliament when they came here. To that the was windows, cool. to the walls, <laughs> it was to the sweat dripping down my balls. Yeah, was, I've seen him. I don't mean to brag. Yes, no, that's just trying to one up you. Go. It was one of those things we needed to cross off the bucket list. Mm-hmm. Um, God, who else? I really like uh, Ultimate Spinach. I don't know what that is. They are a psych group out of Boston, late, late, mid to late sixties. Pretty cool stuff. Do you have their um, vinyl in your shop? We do. They have. They've put out three albums. If we can, we try to carry all three. Yeah. Um, because it's remind me of that next time I come in because oh. now I want to check it out. <laughs> and one more. Um. Uh. Black Sabbath. Sabbath. Yeah. yeah. I, I noticed your uh, your one year anniversary flyer was in the Sabbath font. 
You know what? I'm taking I'm taking Black Sabbath back. Okay. And I'm throwing Neil Young in there because okay. I'm a I'm a diehard Neil Young fan. My brother is as well, and we 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 can't see him in Florida because he'll ref- he refuses to play here um, <laughs> because of our dumb due, politics. Yeah, exactly. It's like literally <laughs> due didn't to know that yeah. Monsanto and something. But he's such a good guy. <laughs> no, he's, he's crazy. He's the man. He's, he's yeah. Like, I I um the only re- and I, I appreciate Neil Young more as a concept, yeah, a, as a thing, yeah. Um, I, I the there's two Harvest Moon records, right? Well, I one came out like in the late '90s, and right, one came yeah. out when he was a young hippie, right? Am I wrong on this? Well, I only know the late it's '90s. Harvest, one. Harvest was his, his, his one first one. Right. Okay, see, I like one of his first. I like the Harvest Moon. I love that record. Right. There's then, only one bad song on that whole record, and it's probably not even a bad song. It just it just kind of doesn't seem like it fits the rest of the album. Right. I think it's towards the end. You might I mean, know better than me. Har- Harvest Moon is is like a folkier, slower for the most part. It's barbecue music. I used to like, when I when I would live by myself during those four years of not dating. I, I would play that really loud outside on my screen porch and barbecue subpar steaks, the the best steaks I could afford. Probably and, pretty good. And great steaks last night. We made great steaks last Didn't night. Didn't you guys live together? We live yeah. together. We live in College Park too, so it's we're right around the corner from the shop. Yeah. Did you go to Orlando Meats? I've, I'm meaning to go to you Orlando to go. Meets because because I, yeah, we've been meaning to go. We've, we follow them. Come in Orlando Meets. Yeah, we followed them a they're, couple they're months ridiculously ago. ridiculously good. And I'm seeing everything that they're posting, and I've been meaning to go in there. Uh, top three books. You strike me as a reader. Honestly, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to. Aren't you I'm, glad you didn't do this? <laughs> You've I've, read three books in your life. I've this is the hardest books. thing for everybody. Okay. All right. The Giving Tree, um, Shel Silverstein. That was a big book just... When I was like a really little kid, how old are you? Uh, Twenty-seven. Okay, God, you're a child. Yes. <laughs> um, you and your youth. Catcher in the Rye. Okay. Good coming of age. You got a whole tale. bunch of copies of that <laughs> laying around. Just one. Got okay, that good. From a, okay, good. An uncle. Anything more than one, we start to worry about you. And um, third book that I really liked. Man, I'm 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 going back because I really. I really haven't read a good book since high school, and that's. I'm ashamed to admit. That. <laughs> well, high school was like three years ago. Yeah. Was very young. I'm coming up on my what a, a ten year high school reunion. To Don't me, go. that's insane. Don't go. It's well, although you're successful, you might want to go. I'm, you got a cool job. What the hell? But I know you probably don't feel like you're successful. First of all, you are successful. You met Pharrell Williams. You have a cool record store, and you've been on my podcast. You're very successful. Three, three key things. And go anyway because. You probably were the person that everybody thought would own a cool record store. And you can go back and go, yeah, I, I own a cool record store. I've been all over the world. I've been on Scotch and Good Conversation. That's I'm right. very, you're a rock star. And I'm a rock star. <laughs> Your body language tells me you're uncomfortable with that. I'm a rock star. I think you owe me a book. I wasn't paying attention. I thought I got out of that one. No, it's okay. One more book. <laughs> um... um Here's a question while you're thinking. It goes back because I'm buying time now. And I actually, I meant to write this down. I forgot because I may or may not have sold records online at some point in my life. And uh, I always had a problem with the grading of records online. Is there there a, like a, where where do we get those? Because I know there's like, like, like the guidelines. And then there's like. Uh, I've only touched this with the head of my penis once. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then there's mint. That's and, near mint. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> how, how do you how do you grade your records? If I was buying a record from you on your Instagram or on your website, um, the way I explain it to people, if they don't know, like just a standard grading system, is I kind of compare it to like a a one out of ten grading scale. So it's like if you have a record that is is mint that's a 10 out of 10 that's a mint record is sealed in my opinion yeah and my brother will agree with me on this like if if the seal is cracked it's a near mint record it, it, if, but if some people if will try to cracked, say it's it's a 9.5 some people will, exactly yeah. some people will try to say oh i've never played it but i opened it well then just grade it you looked mint. at it airing out to it yeah yeah there's, i mean there's a dog hair there's here. there's more room for some issue yeah the, so um and then you go near mint which is basically Played very little, played with extreme care. Someone like, who loved records. Yeah, it's like you could tell someone 
more time you could tell someone it's never been played and they'd probably believe you but yeah. we don't believe in that but someone who has gloves in their collection yeah like vinyl yeah. and i mean you know certain like albums that. i know yeah yeah, yeah. I find <laughs> yeah. Those people. you know when you're when when you're uh when you you know when you collect it and you want you certain albums you want near mint if you pay 150 dollars for a copy of harvest by right. young you're gonna you better be, be glove flawless yeah. yeah um and then majority of records fall in uh right below near mint there's uh people call it excellent or vg plus plus which is basically like a 8.5 to 9 mm-hmm. and that's that's still a great condition record. Like literally, it's you can't really. You could put on a nice turntable; it's gonna be fine. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, you'll hear minimal. Really know. Yeah. Minimal noise. Yeah. Um, VG plus probably the most common condition of a record. Well, besides like a whole thrash. bunch of people, but I actually wanted to know. Yeah. Which oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which people but, are fast forwarding in this part. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for boring you. That's okay. Um, I don't give a shit. But VG VG plus is is like an eight. Eight and a half out of ten. Okay, I, I always kind of wondered because I, I I had people come back at me with uh, uh, quality mm-hmm. issues and yeah, it's like okay, I'll, I'll just send you your money back. A good rule of thumb too: if you could feel any mark on your record, you're there, probably going to hear it. Which is ninety nine percent of the records you're going to find at a thrift store. At a thrift store, not a foundation. You owe me <laughs> a book. Um, See what I did? I bought you time. I know you did. It's professionalism. Second it's, best podcast. No, this is uh, to brag. Yes, I do. Probably honestly, like the the Da Vinci Code. Really, you read that? I'm I'm in the process of reading. Okay, it. so you're just pulling this out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's fine. So because you're reading a book, that's all I want. Everybody has such a hard fucking time with that book thing. I'm I'm yeah. That's don't you almost started to say I'm sorry, didn't you? I did. Yeah, don't don't be I, sorry for being illiterate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. no, no, you're not illiterate. You you you're smarter than I am. Your body language has you very uncomfortable. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm, I'm mad at myself that I couldn't really well, think Promise me you'll read more. I, I, I need to read more. Okay, good. Take time off. Your brother can run the store for a half a minute. You can read a book in the parking lot in your car. You can read while I'm working. Yeah, we can shop. read at the shop. It's <laughs> you guys are just shooting the shit there anyway. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing is you're both there. Yeah. You're, you're, you're hanging out. And if I come in and I go, what's a good jazz record? You can go through the bins mm-hmm. and show me a good jazz record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that's what I love about it. I'm plugging the shit out of you. <laughs> uh, and you got one more of these three things. Please. Oh, that's fine. You ready? I'm ready. Get that, your game face the, on. The book one had to have been the hardest. People have problems with this one also. <laughs> Yeah, it's just three. Uh, top three films. Okay. Um, Planet of the Apes. Goodfellas. Okay. Um, honestly, Casino, too. I, I, I'm a sucker gangster, for, for mob movies, yeah, honestly. I, you guys got a little mobster in you, don't you? That's our Italian side, Yeah, I, for I can sure. see that. I'm afraid of you Our mom's 100% guys. Italian. Yes, if you piss you off, you're going <laughs> to kick the shit out of me. Not the temperamental Break my dog and take out. Uh, third favorite movie. Oh man, it gets much easier after this. I promise you. No, this is. I just haven't had to think to think about like my three favorite movies. But, and there are no right, right answers right. like that. That this is right now as as that's as why you it's speak. taking me a minute because I'm going through my mind <laughs> thinking of because everybody wants to get the cool one. Well, it's not. I mean, I, I put Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas up there. That was a pretty. I've never seen it. That's that's a pretty cool movie. I, I've, I've never. Should I see it? Is it is it is that is it annoying? I mean, it's Johnny we, Depp. We, you you would probably if you like Hunter S. Thompson at all, it's Johnny Depp. I you know. I, again, I go back to these things that I like more as a concept. Yeah. As than I do as like I, I I've only read like one of his books, the one about the Hell's Angels. Mm-hmm. Which one is that? I I know the book yeah, that he wrote. Yeah, about I, I read that. It's sleeping. <laughs> you know better. <laughs> He's the guy well, I, I'm just pretending I know about books. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I only read one of his books and I found it just a tad annoying. You were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. This is your chance to and and I kind of like I, I was a little scared when I left your store because I was like you can ask me anything you want and you both yeah. had an evil look on your face. Yeah, we've we've assembled a couple questions. Okay, good. Well, hit me with the hardest one. Can one of you hand me a beer, please? Yes. The, the you ever been broken up with? Oh, like mad chicks hate me. So the first time you got broken up with, what what was like? What was the most popular song in that moment? You know what the what, it, and it's still a good song. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and at the time, it really seemed to 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 uh, to make sense. It, that see that was like kind of. 
Yeah, that's, that's a going. good question. Thank you so much. Uh, um, <laughs> we bought. <laughs> have you guys? You guys are came out a team. Uh, uh, are you Billy Joel fans? Our parents are. Okay, than... thank you for making me feel old. <laughs> First of all, I think the hipster should love Billy Joel more than he, he needs to get credit for being just an amazing writer, and and he will play the hell out of a piano. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, and he and I feel like he, like he's like a Jersey guy. Where's he? New York? I think he might be in New York. I'm pretty sure he's New York. He's right on the New river York there. State of yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like, you know, Jersey. Yeah, he, he could cross over <laughs> into Hoboken and yeah. be okay. Uh, but but I, I feel like he could fight. Like, I feel like like he could be in in Casino or in... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like he, he, he would get off a piano dive at you. But it's you like, and, you look at Billy Joel and you think, like, he's a really nice guy, nice looking guy. He was a guy. boxer. Like, I mean, he... he oh, well, yeah, yeah. He, he would fight. Anyway, uh, you know, are you familiar with the song uh, A Matter of Trust? By Billy Joel. Yeah, you're not. I can see by your face you're no, not. No, I'm not. No, we don't. We don't do that. No. Then we have to go online. Um, um, I, I think the line is. Uh, but you, you, there's there's a line is you can't go the distance with too much resistance. I'm sure you have doubts. For but for God's sake, don't block me out. And, and uh, uh, what what else is there? Uh, I'm sure you're aware, of love. We both had our share of believing too long when the whole situation was wrong. Oh man, it, it's just like it's crazy heavy. Yeah. And I remember like. I drove to Gainesville. I, I, she might be listening. Like I, I know some of my ex-girlfriends listen because I emailed everybody when I started this podcast. Whether if I still talk to you, you got an email when right. I started this. Well, I get that. So and we when we broke up, we, we didn't we didn't break up on bad terms. We just had outgrown each other. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was the most earth-shattering thing in my entire world. My soul was torn apart, and, and I, I think I'd gone up to to. Uh, Gainesville to to see her and uh, and like after we broke up we broke up and got back together a million times and and anyway I remember singing that like on cassette like rewinding it with the button and singing at the top of my lungs just cruising down 75 like 95 uh, yeah and crying (laughs) I'm not laughing at no no it's funny I predicted in my head like if you you were to be like you know we broke up and then I got in my car and this song happened to come on and that, yeah. or, or, or Skulls by the Misfits. That that also is a very acceptable one. Yeah, true. <laughs> Could go either way. With no, that. it's that one. Like I mean, I, that was that was 1987. That was I, I was 18, 19. You know, and that's when the shit hurts the most. And and maybe 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 not because I've been fortunate enough to not got hurt so much. Yeah. In my 20s and 30s. But for your before my four years of not dating. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that four years of not dating, that one killed me pretty hard too because I didn't date for four years. Um, kind of played the field. That's a good question. Are you ready? I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm ready. All right. Um, question number one for you. What makes the last end piece of anything taste better than everything else? Uh, didn't see that coming, did, did you? No, I didn't. But I mean... <laughs> The last piece is great because if you thoroughly enjoy that meal and, like, you got one good bite left, you enjoy that a little more because, you know, that was... It was, a, the, it was a good... It leaves you wanting more. I, it my does. wife and I have this conversation all the time. I mean, yeah, it leaves it leaves you want more, but it's also like, I'm going to enjoy this last bite a little extra so I don't want it more. Well, and I think this only happens... It, it doesn't seem to happen in high-end restaurants. Not that I've been to tons, but I've, I've been to one or two. And, uh, but... A lot of it is when you're drunk or stoned or something, and you got like a burger from Steak and Shake, mm. and you're holding it at like two o'clock in the morning, and all the grease and shit has dripped down to the, the end, and you're in your car, and you probably shouldn't be driving. Sad moment. And you take that last <laughs> bite and pop it in your mouth. It's all the goodness that runs into the end. Mm. Or yeah, yeah, the juices. I, yeah, I think so. No. Well, okay, they get harder from here. Let's go. Ooh, excuse me, I get burpy during this part of the podcast, <laughs> and I try not every, every other podcast burps into the mic. We're very, we're very polite. Uh, question number two for you. When it comes to dating, some people say, keep putting yourself out there. Others say, stop trying so hard. It will happen eventually. Which one is true in your experience? And sub-question is... <laughs> I don't rate these. I steal them off the internet. <laughs> is dating a, a, high, a high-end effort or a low-end affair and why? Okay, so... Part so, one. part one, uh, should you uh, stop trying so hard, and uh, it will happen naturally? I think I think it's it's that's such a situational thing. You know, it all depends on what type of like social circles that person's in, what type of what their even what I mean not to like what their job is too. Like if they're constantly 
tie down with work and stuff, like how are they supposed to go seek out? A I get that. Part? I yeah, mean, so sometimes you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. ChristianMingle.com. Or like Farmers Only. Um, <laughs> Is Farmers Only really a thing? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, Christian Farmers Only. Yeah, oh wow, the least fun girls. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go, go um, ahead. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like corn. <laughs> I like corn. <laughs> but that, I think that's a, honestly a situational thing because everyone, I, yeah. <laughs> Make that noise again. No. <laughs> Everybody, good for you for not making that noise because I say that like once a podcast and, and most people will make the noise again. Good for you. <laughs> um, sub question. Uh, I don't, I wasn't paying attention. In your experience, is it is it high effort or a low effort activity dating? I mean, again, it, you're clearly out of your, your league with your girlfriend. I, I I saw pictures of you with her. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank I, you. No, but but that's cool. I am also. This is this is what it is. Yeah, I know. Right? Out, of, out of the league club. I I, I am also. So, I I, I <laughs> how, did, how did you get her? Did you charm her? Did you woo her? Did you take her back to the record store? I wooed I wooed her over. <laughs> I uh, I know Pharrell Williams. No. <laughs> no, we uh, we met right after she moved down here for grad school. Yeah, and. Um, you know, we just hit it off, and we date. We, you know, it, me personally with with dating, it's like you know, I don't try. I'm not trying to jump into anything yeah. like super official. Put labels. You're on young. Things, you shouldn't. It's just yeah. yeah. Okay, and, good. And uh, even if you said you weren't, you're were going to marry her, I'd say, why don't you wait a year or two? But um, but you know, after that that time period went by, we we th- thoroughly enjoyed being with each other, and we compliment each other. You have fun. And, yeah, that's all you need. And she's she's a. Super cool chick who works really hard and good. you know she cool. She's, she's cool. She's great. All right, good. I'll, I'll, I'm going to stop pushing because you look uncomfortable. Uh, question, <laughs> question number three: um, Is it worth the? Sp- I always have to read the. Like, I've read these a million times, but I'm like dumb and stuff. Uh, is it worth it to spend a time? Is it worth it to spend a time attempting to recall something mentally, or is it okay to use Google? or other references to quickly get information you need. And this comes up. I, mean, I imagine like you guys you guys go digging for records. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I went back to your business. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm a good, good internet guy. Yeah. Uh, you guys go digging and if you, yeah. you find a, a record that you're not familiar with. You gotta look it up. You gotta look it up. So, so yes. Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah. It's, it's like there's certain certain like I mean, it's not like a technique but it's like if you're digging through a bunch of like a bunch of records that you don't really know what you're getting into but if you see a cool cover mm-hmm. and you look at you know and you look at the back and it looks like the guys can jam, you know play do their thing then you take a gamble on it and but um for the most part i mean i try not to forget things that often and then <laughs> if if i do then yes I've <laughs> digging digging for records is is an art in itself and, and i've done it a little and uh it, 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 it we were in tampa this morning yeah five <laughs> was crazy. we left at five thirty this morning was it a, a a like a collection someone said i got a bunch of records or we met a dealer that we know who yeah yeah and we just we got down there nice and early and Got back here. <laughs> well, thank you for coming. I would be exhausted. No, I'd be asleep on the floor. This uh, is this is this is the day. Your, your second question, please. Second question for I, you. I was impressed by the first one. That was good. We yeah we've let's see which one. All right, so this this is this this is like an this is like an Orlando question. Okay. Right? Because I really I really love what you do too. Because you're, you. you're featuring you're featuring people in our city who are who are making things happen until i get a famous person then i'm, I'm not not about yeah, it at all selling yeah. out yeah. still bono which is an irish podcast so you know we're we're both big fans of uh east end market <laughs> yeah I, i'm sorry yeah. I, I i just shaved the mustache and <laughs> oh, now, now yeah. i'm yeah. playing with it it's like, I'm a, I'm like a porn star or something it's, it's yes. a nice looking stash thank you it's 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 just it's, it's mostly gray it's, so east end market go ahead so yeah yeah if you if it were up to you and you could pick like five or six like uh local businesses or restaurants all you know, sponsors like, right like well who <laughs> yeah seriously who 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 are some people that like you would love to see get in on like do you agree that east end it, no that's great, they're great part concept. of the reason that i moved to this neighborhood is because of the east end market it's uh well that's that's a lie because the, <laughs> the con the bigger I, picture of the concept itself be is, quiet i'm gonna i'm gonna edit 
<laughs> no, no, I won't edit. I, I was, I, I, they're part of the reason because that building always always intrigued me, mm-hmm. and I assumed something cool would be going in there. All right. And when I heard that it would be like a market type thing, it was an old church, wasn't it? Uh, it was a church, and it was it was empty for a while, and it was just the bones of it were great, just begging for something. Cool. So if something like that happened. Um, my sponsors are great. I mean, and uh, uh, Red Light Red Light's got their own place. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys are yeah. you're drinking beer. Yeah. Red Light Red Light is is amazing. Yeah. And like a, a just a, a beer go to. And La Femme du Fromage mm-hmm. in there. They're a sponsor. Ooh, excuse me. Um, I don't know if you, I, I could we accept offshoots of my favorite things. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I just, I just want to yeah. know like what you've what are, like, like I, a few concepts you would want in there. Yeah, like a record shop would be really cool. One, one yeah. of my earliest trips overseas. Uh, when I came back, I went through London, and there was a, a market on Hyde Park Road. I think that's a thing. This, this was uh, 1988, so my memory is kind of foggy. Excuse me. <laughs> wow, I'm really burpy. We don't burp on mic though. Uh, um, <laughs> did it again. Uh, I, but it was, it was all these little punk rock kind of edgy little eight by mm-hmm. 20 booths yeah, yeah and, and it seemed like everyone i went to i wanted to buy something and a lot of them are record dealers so like something like you guys do mm-hmm. uh some some decent food someplace i can get grilled grilled cheese sandwich something like the so fondue fromage uh some some uh some asian food might be nice yeah something to waft over and like i like walking through a market where there's smells yes where you, where you walk down and 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 uh th- there'll be this smell and you yeah. walk down a little bit and the, you always get a whole lot of uh like a uh, patchouli like at markets mm-hmm. no, i don't want that yeah I don't, i'll I don't put you to hippies. sleep no hippies <laughs> <laughs> no hippies uh, but local people i mean all my local people that i would want in are are, are established right uh, i mean Same i know word. i i know a whole lot of like uh independent like vintage dealers uh and I don't know if they'd go in a place. That's that's a weird question. I'm sorry. Like I, I don't know if I have an answer for you. My my wife says I should answer things more. So Didi, if, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm just puzzled by this one. <laughs> um, Ravenous Pig could have a sandwich shop. Oh there. yes, yeah. See, yeah, they, they could they could have a sandwich shop there. Yeah, and like maybe Ten Ten Brewing could could have a, a beer place there. Uh, one more. Like like you said three or you said nine. Well, like, t- like five or six. <laughs> Seven, eight. Um, you guys could have a, a, a record shop there. That'd yeah, be cool. Guessing cool. your butt a little bit. And um, uh, you know what would be really cool? It's like some kind of like you one chair barber shop. Okay. Yeah. Where okay. that? No, that can work. But but you you can't make reservations. Uh, you have to wait in line. I like that. Yeah, and, and, and like like and I don't I don't use a barber shop. Like this is the most barbering I've done <laughs> in a while. <laughs> I literally cut my hair in the shower like twenty minutes before you guys got yes. here, including trimming the mustache and and this dumb soul patch thing I have. Worked pretty efficiently. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I'm good with some <laughs> scissors. I'm gonna open a barber shop. Uh, right here is a commercial. La Femme du Fromage is ending the year in a perfect way. It's the best of wine, cheese, and chocolate. They're pairing up with Peterbrook Chocolates in Winter Park and Quantum Leap Winery to do a five-course wine, cheese, and chocolate pairing. Tickets are pretty limited. There's a link on the La Femme du Fromage Facebook page. Also, go in there and check them out. They They are Orlando's cheese shop. Handmade artisan cheeses, meats, and other stuff from around the world wine they got beer they have probably the best grilled cheese sandwich in the universe located at 3201 kareen drive in orlando in the east end market la femme du fromage orlando's cheese shop tell them that we sent you And we're back. Question number four. Don't you love the way I do that? (laughs) (laughs) Question number four for you. If William Shakespeare were alive today and was writing a play about the rise, intrigue, and eventual fall of Donald Trump, would it be a comedy, a tragedy, or a drama? Quick, go. Oh, shit. Uh, It'd be a tragedy. You think so? 
fucking horrible. Probably end. tragedy for the United States. Yeah, it's pro- yeah, it'd probably end pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, I hope not. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, at Shakespeare, I feel like it, he'd end up in prison or something at some point, yeah. which he might. That'd be nice. Yeah, we're kind of an anti-Trump might. podcast, but uh, yeah, he won't. That's the thing is he won't have, somehow no, he'll, he'll get off. Yeah, he will. Someone will take the blame. Yeah, but, just, so, but know, uh, it's just question number five for you. Actually, I stole this from another podcaster, uh, a yeah. guy named Chris Crespo, and uh, he's on the PFT network. And he does a film co- uh, podcast called uh, Cinema Crespedito. Crespedito. I can never say the name of his podcast. And he uh, he tweeted this or he put it out there someplace. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, music, it, it used to seem more dangerous than it is. And, yes. And uh, parents were afraid of it. People, parents were afraid of Marilyn Manson. Parents were afraid yeah. of the Beatles. Parents right. were, you know, uh, uh, afraid of uh, Guar. Yeah, I mean, and they, and they should be because yeah. they're from outer space. <laughs> Throwing live meat at you. Yeah, yeah. Um, what type of music scares scares people these days? You know, it's kind of funny because Pete and I were having this talk probably like last week, just mm-hmm. about how when when edgy stuff came out in the sixties or seventies, like people were yet to be exposed to so much yeah. so things were more of a shock to them Louie Louie it, just even like Elvis shaking his hips just like have you ever read about Louie Louie uh, and uh, what's, who did Louie Louie the trash men am I right on that trash men yeah it, there, there were like government had kind of got into the lyrics of Louie Louie right and, it's, and, and, and analyzing it and it's about a guy who lives in Bermuda coming across the ocean <laughs> To, to meet his girl and that alerted them they well the, it, the, the lyrics are so like kind of because it was recorded on one mic someplace right. and it just incoherent <laughs> so they spent a lot of time analyzing this and deciding whether it was evil and wrong but I don't I don't feel like anything and either does Chris Crespo from these Cinema days Crespedito. yeah do you think there's anything edgy are you hip as to what's going on musically uh, I mean yeah uh, you're 20. Yes, yes, something. And, yes, and no. Yeah. It's like we, we worked in we we worked in modern rap music uh, for five years. You before. guys promoted shows a bit. Yeah, we we managed artists and produced events all over the country. That's Most, cool. Mostly in Florida, but we we did some stuff in other uh, markets. Um, um, but I mean, for the most part, it's just like in, in 2017, everyone's numb to everything almost to an extent. So like, nothing shocks people anymore. It's very safe. I mean, it's a good and bad thing. But do you, do you think there is shocking stuff out there? We just don't know about it because you're twenty yeah. something years well, old and yeah, I'm fifty, course, and you're I mean, not cool like, anymore. I don't know if there's a guy like Gigi Allen going around right now that we don't know about. You know, or like I'm sure there is. No way. Just so punk and underground that he just like he hasn't made it to. I know there there are there are uh, what what Scandinavia? Where they're bur- they're burning churches down. Those guys they're they're out of their minds. They're crazy. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. And here's what I like about you and you guys as a, as a, a team as brothers as a record store uh, you seemed I can't put a label on what kind of music you listen to I, I walked in and you guys were listening to Iggy Pop yeah. and I walked in and but you seem to have a hip hop edge to you and uh, you dress weird which is <laughs> I dress so weird <laughs> which which is funny to me. That's you kind of dress like a, like my dad, which, I, which is I've really got a, cool. I've got a little bit of a of, of a, a dad attire. That's cool. That, yeah, <laughs> but you know, it, it, but I can't label. Are you hip hop guys? Because you know about punk rock. You love Sabbath, even though you love I'm, Neil Young more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's really. I just. Uh, I, I I like we like good music. Yeah, just yeah, good music in general. It's like it's. It, regardless of the genre, I I can appreciate it. Pete can appreciate it. Um, as far like, it's really hard to pin pin my taste. What kind of turntable do you have at home? What's we have a right? it's a Technics nineteen hundred nineteen hundred. I had I had two twelve hundreds at one point, and I have this turntable in the same yeah. same family. Okay, so yeah, solid heavy yeah. you know, with a tone arm and weights that I yeah. don't understand oh, yeah. how and to. That, we have a similar. That that's that's show. not a question. I was just wondering. <laughs> yeah. <That's cool. laughs> Um, question number six for you and this is mostly me um, because I'm getting older and I'm going to die soon <laughs> really really soon <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> I said you dress crazy so yeah. it's, it's okay I dress so crazy uh, um, I, I get uh, I'm a little older and my body's starting to do weird things 
like make noises and, and creak and crack and, and sometimes sometimes I can't move. Has your body ever done something that you thought was odd? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think everyone has like those little things that might happen throughout the day or like one time where they're like, that was weird. That happened for like 10 minutes and then it went away. <laughs> 10 minutes they're is like, too long. Well, you know what I mean? Just like, I could, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, even if it were five seconds, it's like... Huh. That that I might be I might have cancer moment. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah. Shit. You ever have that go through your head though? No. Yeah, I, I have. I try not to. Yeah, I've had lumps. You, you ever find a lump? No. Lumps are scary. Lumps are. I know that. Where? I, I I had a lump in my nuts. That was. But that's scary. That's really that's scary. fucking but that's scary. Also, that's, that's, but then you get it checked out and find out there's nothing in it. You're good. Yeah. Well, you, but but it's it's kind of like you you find a lump in your nuts. And you think you're crazy, you don't want to show anybody, and then you find somebody you can show because you don't want to go to a doctor. You show your brother. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I get on my nuts, I'm coming to you, Alex. Come on down to Foundation 2529 Buy some records. Show and your nuts. We'll examine your testicles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, please. That's what they're for. Um, uh, and one time I found a lump in my chest. And I didn't even find it. My wife found it. We were in the shower together, which was really hot, by the way. And uh, we, we were doing our thing, and she went, what is that? And I was like... Wasn't that noticeable? Put, you put just your, did it? Yeah, there, there was the, one day, like, there was a lump in my chest. Yeah, that's not good. I'm very lumpy. It happens when you get older. So you got that to look for. <laughs> the only thing I like lumpy is my mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every now and then, like, something will happen in my body, and immediately I go to that dark place... And what do you think, worst case scenario? But then I blow it off, like, and go, yeah, I'm fine, I'm going to live, I'm going to be fine, everything's going to be okay. And then I'll wake up, like, at 2 o'clock in the morning, and all those thoughts come rushing back <laughs> to me about my testicles. Mm. <laughs> well, you have, like, a dream or something. I don't, I've stopped examining my testicles because I'm afraid I'll find lumps in them now. So, so odds are my, my balls are rotting right now. No, no. <laughs> I'm gonna come to your record store and have you examine my balls. <laughs> Maybe not. I, I don't know. Here's a commercial. Red Light, Red Light, Orlando's original craft beer location. Twenty-six beers on tap. Two beer engines for cask-conditioned ales. Three hundred bottles and cans to choose from. Friendly staff, laid-back environment, open seven days a week. Usually there's a food truck outside, grab some dinner. Stuff going on this coming week. On the 16th, it's a shrimp boil at Red Light. Red Light, go up there, get yourself something yummy. And on the 20th, it's the third annual craft beer and cookie party. They're teaming up with a lot of Florida's best breweries and brewing beer with cookies this holiday season red light red light is the place you need to be located at 2810 kareen drive in beautiful audubon park tell them that we sent you and we're back your third question please young man third question let's get to it. yeah so that's too basic so yeah if <laughs> you can say yeah masturbation straight up <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. yeah that's too basic we, we have more than three questions written down okay but, well, so, whatever the hardest one is so if, if you could build a super group that you were in like regardless of if you play an instrument or not in like, in, in this i can in, play an instrument yes exactly yeah, could, so yeah, okay like what what would you what role would you be in the in this band and if you could have anyone else like, performing with you, who would it be? Am I good at that? So this would be a super, like a super crew. If you were good at playing, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so I'm the front man. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, um, the the edge from you two would be on guitar because I, I I think he's not a great guitarist, but he, he's very <laughs> he's the edge. He but he uses his, his guitar really really well. Um, uh, John Desimore from the Doors. Okay. On on he, drums. Did you say no, no, no? No, no. You said he's. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, Ray Manzarek. Yeah, Ray, oh, Ray Manzarek. Yeah, that that would be the, these people. Ray Manzarek's dead. Is John Desimore alive? I think he's the last one. I think he. Yeah. Um, no, Robbie Krieger's alive. Then he was just Robbie at the Krieger. plaza. Yeah. Well. Um, uh, what, can they be dead? Yeah. Shit. Okay. Uh, then Jim Morrison singing background vocals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched. Uh, Documentary of Strange Days, I think. 
Okay. And uh, I, I, I've kind of dove back into the Doors. Is it like an official Doors documentary? Or? They had a so camera crews following them because Jim was a, like a film student at Florida State. Like he, he went to college here yeah. in, in, in Florida. And uh, they had camera crews following them through a good chunk of what they did. And somehow a lot of them, I could be wrong on this, I'll get emails, I just won't pay attention to them. Uh, um, somehow a lot of the films got destroyed or, or weren't right. usable, but they, they, Strange Days, that's the name of the documentary. Um, okay. They, uh, there's a documentary about the doors and you mentioned, um, 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 who's the pretty boy who was in 21 Jump Street? Johnny Depp. Um, Johnny Depp narrates the whole thing. And I just watched that recently, and I had kind of got back into the doors because through high school, I was thought I was either Bono or Jim Morrison, which is a weird combination in the 80s. In the 80s, yeah. Yeah. Well, not so much for you, too, but more for... Um, uh, Also, uh, I would like Michael Anthony on bass. uh, Just just because he he seems fun, and I like his background vocals. Uh, So I got a drummer, I got a keyboardist. I got a background singer who <laughs> shouldn't be a background <laughs> singer. I need Jim's a lead, ad-libs or like a rhythm I, I, guitarist. I, I need a, a rhythm guitarist. That's a, that's um, uh, Izzy. Malcolm Izzy Young. from Guns N' Roses. Who, who, are you, who are you going with? I said Malcolm Young. Just Oh, he, he just died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm going with Izzy from uh, from Guns N' Roses. Was he? A, was he an or? Was, was he? Uh, he was the lead guitarist, wasn't he? Sorry. No, Slash was Slash, the lead guitarist. Slash, was, so okay. yeah, I'm going to Izzy. He had to be. Yeah. And uh, lead guitarist, I'm going with my buddy CJ Mask, who, who wrote the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. Perfect. Because he's a buddy, and I would be nervous. This is your super band. And, and uh, I, I think he deserves to be in a band with all those people. So, CJ, if you're listening, I love you, uh, and I miss you, and come be in my super group with... <laughs> um, we have been really lucky lately. For like a year and a half, I've been begging for people to write me emails. Mm. I, this is episode 115, and I don't know why people don't trust me with advice. <laughs> I don't know. If you have a problem in your life or just like a thing going on, email us at scottsandgoodconversation.com. Uh, right now, we're only getting like one or two emails a month. Uh, and a little while ago, like I just kind of let it sit. So I, I've got a couple stacked up, and if they're good, I will probably read them. So, like try to be original. <laughs> try to be funny, and uh, try to make us think a little bit. It's Scotch and Good Conversation at Gmail dot com. This one says, "Hey, Peter and guest." That's you guys. Okay. Uh, Peter, I'm going to jump right into it. It's a strange question. <laughs> Who owns the copyright on my checking account? I'm working on an art project for my fiance. That's a weird word. It's hard to say. Uh, since I've, it's close to finance. I know, right? I, <laughs> I'm working at an art, on an art project for my fiance since she's moved in with me. Every month, I write a line to a poem that I wrote on the bottom of our rent check. That seems old school. Um, <laughs> I, it's been a while since I've had a rent check. Not, I mean, not, we still pay a mortgage, but. Right. Like right, I guess the people who separate. Okay, I gotta say I I guess because we go through a bank and I, it, it's been a while. So uh, anyway, so this person writes writes a line on in the memo department of yeah. uh, uh, rent check. Um, when I'm done, I'm planning on the whole thing put together and giving it to her as a gift, which is very sweet, weird, okay. but, but thoughtful very, and, very and women like thoughtful. You need. Here's my worry, <laughs> and I know what this is because I read it before and. This dude has got a big head. Oh, um, oh, what if someone at the bank sees these and decides they're good enough for them to publish by themselves? Hold on, hold that thought. <laughs> Who owns the copyright to my checks? Me, because I wrote the verse on the check. Oh my god. The check printer, because I wrote the verse on a, a, a permanent part of the check they created, or the bank, because they processed the check on my account. I love the podcast. Give Rosie my love. And they send their name, but I'm not. I don't want to blow it out of the water for this guy. Anonymous. Yeah. Uh, um, do you, do you, who, who do you think owns? I'm sure there's a right answer to this. I but mean, we obviously, aren't the people to get it together. My, <laughs> my go-to would say he. Are you wiping with your shirt? I mean, I don't that's want to IKEA talk. furniture, dude. I don't want to talk <laughs> okay, thank you. So, so, so <laughs> my my initial reaction is to say he 
He has the rights to it. You think so? It's a, I well, think not. It's, it could go like I don't. Would that fall under like the intellectual property? I think so. Thing, you know, created it like it's his bank account. Yeah, I think so. So he's got two things going for him. Yeah, the bank might process it, and the like, check company might own like be the ones who made the check physically. But I think legally, probably the bank owns it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I think because. It goes back to the, but they send the checks back to you, don't they? I don't remember getting checks back. Like they used no. to send the checks back to Once you. Once I give a check out, I don't. That see makes it. me sad. <laughs> yeah. I think that money's not coming back. You know what I have? And this is one of my favorite things in the world. Burped. <laughs> um, I have a check that my grandfather wrote me when I was two for $10. That's awesome. In uh, 1969. Um, and my dad had found it in the house when my grandmother died. And decided it, it says uh, to Peter von Taborski, like a care of Malcolm von Taborski, my dad. Mm-hmm. And in the memo, it says for his birthday. That's so awesome. And, and I, I love that. It was a time when they would send, if you wrote a check, which seems very antiquated, like it seems like very old school, and right. I'm sure it'll be gone soon. <laughs> By the time this podcast comes out, like nine years from now, when. Uh, <laughs> it, it, Long time. We're, che- shel- we're shelving this one. Check cashing will be gone. Uh, but uh, back then, they would send a check back to you, yeah. so you could put it in your records. And I, I have this check, and I love it. But so, so you, th- you think it, that they own it? Yeah, and get a good lawyer if they uh, <laughs> if fight, they, fight a bank. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna, <laughs> gonna give a shit. Yeah, I think the bank it, once they saw what you're doing, if it's a decent bank. That, that's dumb. There are no decent banks. You could even tell them, yeah. like, I'll, I'll scan copies of every check yeah, I, I and think, give you the copies. Can't you go online and look at your checks? Yeah. If you, I, yeah. I don't do any of this. My yeah. wife is There's, in charge of money. If you go yeah. into your online banking, you can look at every check. There. So here, here's here's our answer, um, dude, with too much time in, in your hands. Uh, um, <laughs> go, go online and make a screenshot of all your checks and cut them out, and I guess go to Kinko's or something. I, I'm not sure if that's a thing anymore. And go on down there and uh, make something beautiful for your for your. You said fiance. That's a fancy word for girl you're going to marry. Fiance, and um, and she'll be flattered that you took the time to. You wasted so much time to write a to write a poem. <laughs> what a stupid art project. No. <laughs> So, if you want to email us over at conversation at gmail.com, odds are we'll make fun of you a little bit. Uh, question number eight. Um, th- this is the final question. Uh, who do you know besides your brother who's sitting directly to the right of you? <laughs> right. Who, who I don't know. And I know your brother now. We're best friends. We've been hanging in the room and my dog barked at him yeah. earlier. Um, who do you know who I don't know who brings something to our little community, something to Orlando, Ooh. who uh, would be good to be on the podcast? Some, some, somebody like you who adds something of value to Let's Orlando. See. I'm trying to think, honestly, because that's... There's a lot of people doing a lot of cool stuff in Orlando mm-hmm. right now. And here's the thing is, here's where you shout them all out. And then you say, yeah, I, I shouted you out on the podcast. You should listen to it. And then I get in touch with them and one of them gets back to me and they're on the podcast. Okay. Well, for... This, I'm a big fan of uh, Avalon Exchange over in um, Winter Park area. Across from Goodwill. Yes. Yes, yes. Um Chelsea, who owns it, is a, a really cool girl, and she, woman, um, and she's got a great. They got a great thing going on over there, and they lady. <laughs> she's, she's awesome though, and and it's it's because I mean, they do they do a lot more um, women's vintage than men's. Yeah, yeah, but, everybody does that. But they, they 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 crush it. I would say they're probably. What's her name? Chelsea. 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 Come on, give me two more quick. Um. Plus. Yeah, plus skate shop, plus skate. Where on Colonial, where is that? Um, it is before. If you're well, if you're coming, I know where from, it is. It's yeah. um, 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 by IHOP. Um, a little further down, down like towards left hand uh, side. Yeah, well, if you're leaving, like if you're if you're coming down uh, Mills and you go left on Colonial, it'll be on your right after you pass, like, Primrose. They've been there for a while, right? I think, uh... Maybe? Yeah, yeah, a year or two. That's hard for a skate shop. Good for them. It what, is. What's that dude's name? Or, uh, Keith. Why do I automatically, automatically assume it's a guy? Yeah, well, Keith, they, they own... The original shop is in Fort Walton Beach, and they okay. actually just... 
celebrated their uh, 30 year anniversary. Wow, there was a skate shop since the 70s? I can't do that kind of math. Something like that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no one knows. But they've, they've yeah. There's, um, there's no way to find out. And then, off the top of my head. And Pete. Pete. We'll go with Pete, right there, your brother. We, we can say your brother. Yeah. You can come on the podcast, My Pete? brother, Peter. Yeah. Are you Peter? Do you go by, you go by Peter or Pete? I, don't, I mean, it seems like girls seem to call me Pete, but I go by Peter. Okay, I go by Peter also. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You share the same name. I know, it's strange, so what right? What are your thoughts on Pete? Um, I don't feel like a Pete. I feel like a Peter. Pete just makes me feel little. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. See? I'm, I'm, this is something two Peters needed to a conversation <laughs> two Peters needed like to you're being sarcastic. I am, but this is when have when has when have you been in the room with another Peter? Either <laughs> right uh, now. Uh, these Peter, are, Peter <laughs> Qua in, in seventh grade. Yeah, know, exactly. Hey, remind the kids where they can find you guys online and in, in, in Orlando and what you do and uh, so tell you, us a little about yourself. <laughs> so you can find us at uh, in College Park on Edgewater Drive, two five two nine Edgewater Drive. We're right next to uh Soda Fountain in the Doghouse. Okay. We um, we are on Instagram at, at Foundation College Park. We post all of our new arrivals, any pop-up shop events going on, any sales, um, you know, things of that nature. Follow them. Happy customers. We love we love making people's day. You know, that's that's why we enjoy doing this. I feel like my demographic are vinyl people. And uh, there's there's a reason that you're in here is because you're doing it right. There's no CDs in there, that. you know. You, you, it's you're not pompous, you're not dickheads. If I was going to buy a vintage Backstreet Boys record, is that a thing? I'm not sure. Definitely, it is. <laughs> I hype that shit up. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's it. Like, well, I mean, you might. I, I don't think you'd lie, but you're not going to pass judgment on somebody. No, you can't because yeah. you never. You know, no, I can. Exactly. Well, that's why. Can. That's why I was bad at being working in a but, record store. But yeah, yeah. yeah, you guys are not those guys you're you just never friendly know. approachable cats well you have to be because you never know when someone walks in your door you never know what shit they were dealing with before they walked in yeah. or what their taste in music are and you don't want to say the wrong thing because if you're like man the Beatles fucking suck and they're like you have any Beatles and then you you look like an idiot except for Limp Bizkit yeah, and, and I'm yeah. not a Beatles fan <laughs> but I bite my tongue Beatles. because we own a record shop. Yeah, Beatles and Stones. It's always Stones, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, it's Stones. If I had to pick, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so um, uh, there'll be links to all this in the show notes. Go by and check it out. If you're in Orlando or if you're coming into Orlando, get out of the parks. Go down to Edge uh, Edgewater. And there's good restaurants down there. There's yes. stuff to do down there. College it's, Park as a neighborhood is a... College Park is, is hip and beautiful and fun. And uh, go buy yourself some vinyl. Um, I want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by La Femme du Fromage cheese. Mm. By the time this comes out, I think it's going to be near the holidays. They cater, or you can go in there if you're going to a holiday party. Get yourself some cheese, bring it, and it's gonna you're you're gonna be the most popular person at the party. They're located in the East End Market. We talked about them earlier. At 3210 Kareen Drive, Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor, my favorite beer bar in the whole damn world. 300 different types of beer in bottles and cans and 26 beers on tap. And they just got like big time real brewing equipment. So they got tanks. They're going to be making, I think they might be making a beer for us. I'm just, I'm just. I'm gonna need that. I know, right? I, I'm just, I'm just teasing that. I think so. They're located right up the street from La Femme du Fromage at 2810 Karine Drive in Little Indies, just a great little, wonderful craft cocktail bar next to Will's Pub uh, on Mills, which is kind of the alternative to downtown. Go in there and get yourself a, a craft cocktail. They are located at 1036. North Mills Drive next to Wells Pub and the best burger in town and the best damn meat in town, Orlando Meats at 728 Virginia Drive. Go there, buy some meat and get a burger and tell them what we sent you. If you enjoyed the podcast, if you like what we do, if you like these young men from Foundation, subscribe. Hit the subs subscribe button. I can never say that word. And then share it. Share it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Give us a call, 407-965-5557. Email us at scotchgoodconversation at gmail.com. And tell a friend, Alex and Peter, like off mic. Um, you guys are my new friends. I love you. I love you, you too, do you love man. me? Love yes. Too. Okay, good. We've Thank had a beautiful relationship since we've met. Dude, because I buy shit from you. It's more than that. <laughs> <laughs>
you guys, thank you guys for coming in. Thank uh, you, for you, you kids, hey, uh, go outside and play and hug some each other. Beautiful Orlando, some beautiful Orlando weather right play now. Some basketball. I, the, dude, I don't play basketball. You play basketball? We, we put play those basketball. Chuck Taylors on the court. <laughs> Anybody wants to challenge us two on two? Yeah. Do you guys do you have a hoop out on the back of your shop? No. You know, we need one. But we need one. You should put a hoop that. out there and I I'll come our, in and steal records. That'd I be wish good. our back parking lot was more versatile. Well, tell, tell, tell the kids goodbye. Goodbye, children. Later. Kids. All right, you guys, I love you. Take care. Peace. Bye bye. Yes. Action.